Simpson. And Japan have gone absolutely without lead. This is Whitmore. Paul and Gale both available. It's still Whitmore. It is the reggae boys who take the lead. Ball shot. Greetings, football lovers. Welcome to Ball Chat, a final show of 2023. My name is Benton, along with the family engineer, my brethren, Junior George. How you doing, sir? Well, I'm good, you know, Benton. And, and first of all, Happy New Year. We, this, this is the show's, what, fifth year in existence. And is, it, going is it five yeah. years already? Five years. We started 2018. Wow. Five Time years. flies. Yeah, but it de definitely, definitely been fun. And for, 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 all, for me, it, it, this year, we'll talk about it. What? What? Carry on? Continue? We'll, we'll talk about it. Um, Junior, speaking of ball chat and it's fifth year, I guess we'll, what? We're starting... We're wrapping our fifth year, but I mean, I noticed the captains uh, uh, was the captains too was released on Netflix. Captains of the world with Messi, of course. For those of you who don't know, Ball Chat was involved in Captains One, that was also on Netflix. Captains Two, Regin, did the people have link you for Captains Two? No, sir. Nobody linked me for Captains Two, and um. I guess since it's a new year, we're entering a new year, I guess we can pull the curtain back. We'll pull, we'll pull the curtain back before. But um, our experience on the big screen <laughs> is a learning experience. <laughs> we, we, learned, we learned a lot on the big screen of, of what to do or what not to do, right? And the next time we get an opportunity, we will, we will take the opportunity um, with me making better decisions <laughs> yeah, going forward. Right, big up to um, football family. Check it out. Captains of the World is now available on Netflix. Big up to the production company, um, Full World Productions out in the UK for doing that work. They have Messi, CR7, uh, Mbappe and the likes in the second one. No running on, on, on Netflix. They have Messi, CR7, and the likes and the entire big ballers all right now to today's show today's show it's been a long time we we were away for last weekend's show my family do you have a festive period how's the family doing you guys enjoy your rum cake and sorrel and all those things as jamaicans would partake of during the christmas period well well i never partake in it because I I am taking my health more serious. Got too much people around me, I drop out, man. Uh, so, fair enough, yeah. No sweets for me. And notice thinking Manchester United just bet my, my Christmas period. I, I just happy say Christmas come on, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, football family, big up. Yeah, it was it was a good good run, good vibes, enjoy the company. You know, it was always good. I, I think anytime you with Christmas in Jamaica I means not a big man of Babylon holiday, but I give thanks for the opportunity to build a vibes with friends and family. So big up to all the ones. Big up to all the ones. And oh, ones. wait. So, so, so you ate a lot of rum cake? Um, yeah, man. I want to you, man. Eat rum cake left, right, and center, man. But just like you, I have to take the cell thing seriously, too. 
Better, we are getting old, and you know what? That 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 that's going to be probably one of the theme of the show from my aspect, from my um perspective today is the wisdom you get when you get older. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to take the health thing seriously. Mr. Man, normally would eat um at least one whole rum cake by myself during this period, so. You don't know, and usually my my people at uh, Jamaica, she she you know she big on the baking thing, you know. But you don't know, we have to move better. We not play Sunday football as we usually do, so we have to, you know, take care of health more, take our health more seriously. All right, big up to the family. We ha- we picked up a lot of new subscribers this year, and big up, thank you always. Big up um, for joining the family. Big up to BM, always seeing you running in. Big up family. Um, BM says, ball chat, big up. Happy New Year when it forward, a.k.a. when it reach. All right, ballers and bug segment. We're going to highlight the impressive players of the week. And I don't know if we have any bugs. Maybe it's a festive period and junior part bugs. I don't know. But if we have any bugs, send them on, on impressive players. We're also going to discuss... Um, European Court of Justice and European Super League, and an important ruling by the European Court of Justice while we were away. We'll get our thoughts on that and what will happen, what the outlook for football in the landscape of things with the European Court of Justice ruling on the European Super League and UEFA and FIFA. We'll also get our thoughts on discussion in Argentina. Around retiring the number 10. Uh, one Mr. Lionel Messi retires. Word is from Claudia Tapia, president of Football Federation of Argentina. They are considering or they will retire the number 10 once um, Mr. Uh, Lionel Messi retires. That's courtesy of the BBC and other sources. So we'll get our thoughts on that. And we'll discuss Jamaican football at the end. Election will come. We'll get our thoughts on election around the corner and other news. We'll update Jamaican Premier League as some games are wrapping up. We'll get our thoughts on the score and the landscape of things on Jamaican football. And highlight Jamaican footballers. Bonisha, Leon Bailey, big up on herself. Exceptional year. All right, ballers for you, Junior. Who you have? You know, you brought up Leon Bailey. Um, since the last time we spoke, Leon Bailey has seemed to hit a purple patch. Leon Bailey seemed to enjoy his football um, and, and the Unai Emery. So I think Leon Bailey and, and, and not Aston Villa, but Leon Bailey is playing some good football. The man that has scored the most goals this year, Cristiano Ronaldo, the most goals in the calendar year this year. I think he scored like, what, 56 or 57 goals. The, I mean, look, Yes, I'm a Christian, Cristiano Ronaldo fan. No, I don't think the Saudi league is, is top tier. But we have scored that amount of goals in a, a year, a 12-month period. It has to be celebrated. Big up to Harry Kane. That, that, was, that was close in the running. Big up to um, Kylian Mbappé. That was close in the running. But Ronaldo, Mbappé big up Ronaldo too. Wonderful, wonderful achievement this year. Holy heap of goal the man scored Benton for club and country. The man can't stop scoring. Um, also, I have to give it to, to Sean Dyche. It's, and, and this is kind of a mid-season, um, full-year kind of award, or ballad, 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 whatever. But Sean Dyche and Everton, we chronicled it and talk about getting getting a ten, the 10-point 10 reduction and finding a way to get getting above board. Nothing hats off to him too as well. 
Um, I think that's number one. Must have bugs to talk about. <laughs> Big up Dalton Stewart. Dalton running in. Dalton said, "Yo, yo, uh, Ballers, Bailey, West Ham, Fulham, and yo, you know Liverpool. Liverpool not even play yet. Liverpool's schedule to play at Newcastle, but the money are forward. You know why NWA never walk alone. Uh, ballers, routine ballers for Liverpool fans. Um." BM says, ball of the week, Leon Bailey. And B BM are running with them bugs already. So we'll highlight the bugs in a few minutes here. Um, yo, Leon Bailey cannot emphasize. I think it's somewhere in the vicinity of 11 goals. Um, impressive. I mean, the youth has really is hitting the high notes in the EPL. So ball of the week, man. Outstanding. Another goal yesterday again. Um, another goal this weekend for uh, for Aston Villa, and it's it's a team that doesn't have depth. So it's you see in the regular the usual suspects playing game in and game out, and Leon Bale is still staying at a high level, playing some good football. So big up, big up, youth. Um, Kidisha Bonisha, we're, we're going to do a 2023 year recap, um, maybe sometime this week or next weekend. But we we'll give Bonisha a ball of the week. Finishing the leading goal scorer at the top um, at the 2023 for the Women's Super League. So we have to give our ball of the week. Goal scorers have to big them up. And Paulinia in Fulham's midfield. Yes. This youth is on the verge of a Bayern Munich move. Bayern Munich went, um, tried to secure his services in the summer at the last final, uh, final transfer deal. It didn't happen. We expect Bayern Munich to go back for him this January as the transfer window open tomorrow. If this is his last game in a Fulham shirt, big up yourself because um, Joe Paulinia, or Paulinia is an absolute baller. Industrious, hardworking midfielder. Impressive, impressive in that um, Fulham midfield. Um, you know, sir, we could have big up a lot of other players, a lot of other teams. Yes, but we just yes. want to leave it right there so I just highlight the bugs. Bugs of the week, family. Yeah, for me, I, I start off with the Super League. Um, whoever, the Super League conglomerate. I don't want to point to one person, but the conglomerate. The, the people, the brains behind are the lack of brains behind the Super League concept. I will talk about that, but them get bug of the week for me. Um, also, it's the coaches. We'll talk about coaches later. But it's the Arteta, Unai Emery, and Ten Hag. I'm distant Ten Hag. I, I want to put them in a bag, tie the bag, and just throw them in the bug pile. For, for, for they got exposed during the festive season. I think Klopp, I think... Um, I think um, um, Klopp and, 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 and Pep show why they are top class during a time like this. This is a time when coaches make a difference in games and the, all these teams that are called, Arsenal, um, Arsenal, Aston Villa and Manchester United, I put it at the feet of the coaches. And we know people as Aston Villa, them the second of the league. We'll soon talk about that. But... Bugs are the week for them to man. I like that for me for, with bugs, you know. But def oh, the Argentina thing. We soon talk about the Argentina number jersey, whatever. 
if you are watching Ball Chat right now, or if you are watching the recorded show, I'm going to start 2024 the right way. If you don't like that I'm giving you a bug of the week, if you support that argument, you're an idiot. And we'll talk about that later. Ballchatpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send hate mail. But you are a damn idiot if you support what the Argentina president or whoever the hell they want to be, want to do. Stick to the show. We'll soon talk about that later. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna light a fire at the end of 2023. <laughs> yeah, PS shooting. Um, BM says, bug of the week, the entire Manchester United team. Dalton says, bugs got to be the VAR and me have beat them bad from the non-penalty handball. Call for Liverpool yes. against yeah. Arsenal. Then the CM handball call in another game was given. Thinking it was Chelsea <laughs> game. Plus Arsenal has the elephant falling off the limb. Yo, yo, is it the CM referee, Dalton? <laughs> the CM VAR. <laughs> so, so Dalton, so hey, Dalton good, is given the bug of the week. To that's VAR a good question, Benton. The handball call. And and I don't know if it's the same official, but an official awarded the the penalty against Chelsea. Is that is that what we're doing, Junior? Is that what you gather from it? That's a good question. If it's the same VARF, <laughs> I am curious to know if it's the same VARF. <laughs> um, BM says those are the views of Junior, not Balchat. Exactly. I don't look up my views yet. E- exactly. The the previous comments by Junior regarding. Those who endorse or support the Argentinians Federation uh, move to retire Mr. Messi's number 10, as they put it. Um, Junior said they're an idiot. Um, those are the views of Junior, not Balcha. <laughs> Ballers and bug segment. Um, my bug of the week. Um, there are a few people we could highlight, but we're just going to keep it moving. It's a festive football period. I watch a lot of football games. It's this period, so it was it was great watching football games. Arsenal is always easy target. Um, the the question I have though is is this coronation of Cole Palmer? I saw on um you know NBC's EPL mornings the host Rebecca Lowe, big up yourself. She's exceptional at her job. Um, Tim Howard, excellent goalkeeper, also an analyst on the CM program. And um, I think Hickenbottom was the other brother. What name? Hickenbottom or whatever your name. Big up yourself. Yo, um, Rebecca asked the, the, the host, the, the co-host, um, who they gave, who they given the ball of the year, the season, the player of the season award so far in the EPL. And Tim Howard with a straight face forward and say Cole Palmer. Cole Palmer, Tim Howard is giving Cole Palmer the player of the season so far in the, in the Premier League. I, Cole Palmer is a lot of talent, has a lot of talent, he has potential, but there's no way that youth is, is, is player of the season so far. That's bug of the week move from Tim Howard. Him know better. Tim Howard's supposed to know better. And Dalton says, Junior, I really agree with you, but that's a madness by Argentina Federation. And I'm the biggest Tina fan. A man said biggest. All right, let's get to football results. Festive football period, Junior. Long time with a day. But we just run through it and get it out of the way. Um, in fact, let's start all the way back from the 26th 
and work our way forward. Junior, Lord of mercy. 26, um, 27, 28. A lot of games on the dock. Um, Manchester United, massive comeback against Arsenal, against Aston Villa Junior. Uh, that's probably was the result of that. And then Arsenal, West Ham also was yeah. probably the two, two biggest results during the midweek period. Your thoughts on those two? I'm and, Brighton any others? I'm Brighton beating Spurs. Nottingham Forest beating Newcastle 3-1. I mean, all right. You see, when you, look at, when you look at the games that went over the festive period, and I'm kind of happy that we didn't have ball chat Christmas week because we get a chance now to decompress from all of these schedules or all of these games that the teams played. Last week, I would have come on and said, Manchester United is back, blah, 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 blah. And then this week, I've just got to fall off the precipice, right? Um, Arsenal struggled right through. Tottenham struggled to get, get them get their head kicked off and then forward back and, and, and recovered. So you have to look now and say, okay. Come by the earlier start of the show, I said, as I get older, your perspective change, right? And for me, my perspective of the sport has also is changing, is evolving. And players are responsible for the results that happen on the field. Coaches are responsible for getting the players prepared and in the right frame of mind and in the right position to get the results on the field, the desired results on the field. I am willing to argue that in the English Premier League, this festive schedule is when a coach really proves that he can coach. It's when a coach really shows that, look, I can, I can adjust based on the situation that I get from my team and also that I get from the other team. Not only because of the schedule crunch, but this is a time when teams separate themselves in the top half of the table. And it's also the time when this is a movement time when the relegation teams them start saying, okay, for the next two or three months, this is the type of football we're going to play, right? So if you're a coach, you have to navigate this. And when you look at these scores, Benton, one thing it showed me is that the coaching in the Premier League has gone down. It has gone down. Cup and Pep are standard bearers, right? But the next level after that is beer idiot. Yeah, it's beer I mean, fools. All right. You, you have two. It's just like back in idea. When Barcelona and Real Madrid are the standard bearers in world football. And a man <laughs> said, we are two, two team leagues or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Don't do that, If, if you take those Barcelona and Real Madrid teams and drop them anywhere in the world, them are big teams. I think if you take Klopp and Pep and drop them anywhere in the world, them are big coach. So, I mean, I don't know if the coaching has gone down. It's just that these two men are just... Just exceptional, like those, those generational Barcelona and, and Real Madrid teams when they dominated football across our landscape. Yeah, fair, all right, fair enough. And, 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 and that, that, that's, that's, that's a very fair comment, and I, I won't argue that, right? It's just that the perspective, though, because I have to ask, my, I have to ask myself, what could have really transpired 
in at Old Trafford. And then four or five days later, what happened at Nottingham Forest? How do you explain that? What could have transpired when Brighton ran Tottenham off the field and then Tottenham come around or turn around and drop off with a three or four? How do you explain like, let the players players are we are all human beings and players are emotional i think of the i think the measure of a coach is being able to separate the emotional aspects of the game and emotional effects of the game and become more cerebral that's where football is going right now football is going on the blackboard and then take it off the blackboard and put it on the field uh, it's, so, uh, it's the electronic devices junior not blackboard anymore well, that even, that even make it worse because now we have videos in 4D and you can watch in full HD. If you are if you're an Arsenal fan or, or, or if you are an Aston Villa fan and everybody sit down and watch Aston Villa and say, why is Aston Villa playing a high line? You are up 2-0. Why are you playing a high line? You're up a goal, and you're, and you're up a man against um who them be what uh what they um Burnley Burnley yeah. you're up a goal and a man. Why are you still playing a high line? Why why are you still attacking like this? If everybody can sit down and watch it, you have to ask yourself, what am I seeing? What are these coaches that get paid so what what is seeing, or what is the perspective them have sitting on the sideline? And how them and them assistant coaches can see that. that that that's my takeaway from the festive week because I, I I I would love to debate you on the um Una Emery thing. In fact, we had an after channel discussion about um Una Emery, but I don't even know if we have enough time here. But no, I will that... try to see if I can offer a bit of explanation regarding Forest. And you know, you said regarding Manchester United, awesome comeback against Aston Villa then ran up into Nottingham Forest and got them belly drop. Is it a, is it a situation where Nottingham Forest with Nuno, Nuno Santos um, is this honeymoon period? He won um, against Newcastle, and here it is at home now. The vibes is excellent in terms of this new coach energy, right? Is, is, there, is that a potential that's happen, happening with Forest right now? So... Maybe that will explain some of the situation that happened with Manchester United yesterday. No, it, it, all right, yes. But we're not talking the result. I'm talking the performance. Performance, okay. So, so, so um, Liverpool, when you play Liverpool, if you beat Liverpool or Liverpool win, they play the same way. You just have to go beat them on them day, right? Yeah. You, 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 you're very rarely, come on, and are you very rarely here, Dalton, say, Salah wasn't up to snuff. Yeah. You really hear, hear him say, um, Trent Arnold passes were off, right? So you have to sit down now and say, is it the players or is it the coach? Now you say, club sit down and take a, a non-midfield. We sit down and talk about Liverpool's non-midfield. And look at what they are still doing. So you have to say, this is where the coach make a difference. With you and I, Emory, and even with Tottenham too, with Tottenham coach, you have to sit down now and say, okay, coach, you are, you are, you are performing above board. No, you cannot sneak up on anybody. We know what Brighton offer. How are you going to attack? Oh, no, we're going to run at Brighton. We're going, we're going to play heavy metal football against Brighton. Everybody sit down and look at it like, what are you doing, dude? This, you're playing into their hands. 
Aston Villa dash for the game against Manchester United. Yeah, is 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 just Chelsea is a whole other ball of wax. It, it, Pochettino to me, he has gone down in him coaching rankings to me. To be honest, well, maybe he was never that good. Possibly, <laughs> you know. I mean, then, all right, Pochettino and I've watched him from Espanol, Chelsea aside. He he coached at Espanol in 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 La Liga. He did his, did a, a short stint with my team Southampton, and then he went to Spurs. I mean, it's, it's a brother who needs time, and right. and even with time, it doesn't mean say I'm gonna win you any trophy. <laughs> True. But what but but ultimately, what he will do, he will Chelsea will be competitive. They'll win some football games, but ultimately, they're not gonna win the Premier League. Pochettino is not a Premier League trophy winning brother. I mean, so I guess the objective is for him is to kind of be that bridge to whosoever is going to be the winning manager at this club, <laughs> you know. And, um, and, and yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, maybe, maybe that that is that is their measure. Yeah, maybe, maybe true, true. Um, other results. Let's Aston Villa. Aston Villa side. Excellent year for Una Emery. And his yes. and his charge. I mean, excellent year for them. Um, Arsenal, brother, and this 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 result at Fulham. Is it is it too easy? You know, there are pundits who are saying that they need a striker. You know, um, I, I think Beckford, Jamie Beckford, um, a few other BBC, the Sky Sports desk were saying that Arsenal needs to go. Out. Is it a problem with a striker situation? If we look at the stats. They're scoring less goals than they did last year at the same time period. So statistically, things are not going as well as they would. I'm not saying that they're not conceding the same amount of goals. What do you attribute the issue to with Arsenal currently? Coaching. Coaching. So I, it's, just, I, I, it, it's not a personal problem. No, and it's not X's and O's either. I don't think it's X's and O's. I think it's personality. I think it is, I think it is um, your approach. You, it, there are some. I, we saw a game. I don't remember who City was played against. Cause so many games that happened, and they they had their comeback. And was that against Everton? So they played Everton. The Everton, the Everton game, the Everton yeah. game. Yes. And this is the Everton that is flying high. Now we know Everton couldn't beat City, and that wasn't the expectation, right? But when the game started playing, and Everton score like. Yo, this is possible, right? City don't have De Bruyne, City don't have Haaland. This is possible. And you see the you saw the approach that Man City had, and in my opinion, what resonated off the field into my eyes was these players that were not losing this game. We're just not losing. Pep and and I think the commentator said at one time. Pep is normally an animated coach. He is even more animated now. This happened before Foden scored. Where he will this team to go and take the lead and win the game. We can't lose. We cannot lose the game. You don't see that for Arteta. You literally see Arteta on the field like this. And him, 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 him tighten up himself like, like him is Pep. Or like how Pep used to look at Bayern Munich or at Barca and Players feed off that. You know, 
um, there's a show, I don't, it's, it's a show similar to Hard Knocks that is on Peacock right now that chronicled Burnley's um, run into into the period. I don't know if you watch an episode yet, Ben. Yeah, no, I, I haven't watched it, but I, I think it's crossing to Burnley or something is, is yeah. the name of it. Yeah. Look at how Vincent Company interact with that team. And look at how Vincent Company interact with it, with Burnley even after them lose a game. You still see him run up. You still see him hugging players. They must say, oh, don't worry about it. Keep yourself. Keep going. Keep going. But look at his animation on the sideline. Look at his... Ad- so what I'm saying is his sideline demeanor is also what he is behind closed doors. We see that on camera, right? Club sideline demeanor, I am willing to bet, is the same thing we see behind closed doors. We see him run on him, big teeth, them and laugh him happy. Pep is very articulate, very, very, very animated. I guarantee he's the same way behind closed doors. Arsenal, I guarantee that's why Arteta is behind closed doors. I remember last year, around this time, Arsenal was in, I think, three or four trophy race. And every time they get knocked out of one, what did the Arsenal fans come on the show and say? Oh, you know, we have bigger fish to fry. We yeah, have bigger have fish high, to fry. High aspirations. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, so it's yeah, the yeah. same crap now this year. When do we say as, as Arsenal or as Arteta, when do you get up and say, this is unacceptable? We can't lose a full up. We can't, we cannot lose a full up. Watch out with the Premier League. There's no way we lose it to full up. No way. And I don't see it on the field. And the show, big up to Jeremy and Levy. Jeremy says, hugging players now win game. Uh, big up, big up to the family. Yo, um, the show on, on Peacock is Mission to Burnley, not crossing to Burnley. I, I, I said it incorrectly. Um, Junior, I hear what you say. Is, is, is it a situation with us now where it's just young, growing pains with young managers? All right, Mikel Arteta for that, you know, yes, he's a few years into this Arsenal rule, right? But this is his first big coaching job. I'm not, I'm not trying to make no excuses for him, right? Yeah. But ultimately, the big managers in this business, you kind of see them go through a progression through their career. With Pep, he, he coached Barcelona B. He kind of sat back, watched um, Frank Reichard's thing at Barcelona and wait his turn and then jump up into that team. Jurgen Klopp cut his teeth and men's for years, then got Dortmund and then... so. I, I, is it a growing pain with a young manager, Mikel Arteta, knowing that a he doesn't have the winning experience in that squad? None of them man they have a whole heap of victory or trophies behind the name. And B, okay. it's not like Arteta has a winning experience behind his name either. So when the, when the chips are down, when the real Gideon are gone, who do they look to? To kind of guide them through that thing is it just a growing pain with a young manager all right so let, let, let's dissect let's dissect that argument um so it's, it's, you talk about the young manager right and and you just you said that um pep was groomed before he got before he got the big job right arteta was groomed before he got the big job so let's throw that out the window that's the first point the second point that that, that you said which, which is a valid point is um, he's a young manager and he must have got through the growing pains, right? Xavier Lanzo at, is, at, is in Germany right now, leading, leading Bundesliga as a young manager. Know yet. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's leading the Bundesliga and, 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 and they look formidable. 
again, and Bayern Munich is a bigger spending money, the ratio of money spent. Arsenal is trailing Aston Villa right now in the Premier League. Look at the money. Aston Villa sent away Coutinho, who was probably their most recognizable, um, talented baller, to, to Saudi Arabia alone, while Arsenal brought in Declan Rice and company. So, no. So, we'll, we'll dash that one out, the, out, 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 the, um, out, out the argument as well. The other one you said to was, uh, wait, wait, sir. So, it's a young coach cutting yeah, your mean, teeth. I think successful managers, whether you look oh. at, at, at the generals in the business, them cut them teeth and them go yeah, through oh. struggles. Sorry, that one too. That, 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 you said none of the players in on the field. Yes, none of them now have no winning. There's no winning oh, experience. Yo. There's a bunch of trophies behind another player name. So guess what? Right down the road, Leicester City. What 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 is in the Premiership? Is is in is in the, the, the relegated now. Leicester City when they had their run, they had Wes Morgan and Robert Hoof. Them had Jamie Vardy that was that was bagging groceries playing non-divisional football two years before. So the, the argument about that having it, and, yeah, and no. it's all yeah, no. it's all it's all valid arguments in a bit yeah, no. But at some point the Arsenal fan have to get up and and I made this argument to you and I want to ask I'm gonna ask a question because I wanna know if the people agree with me. If you give Arsene Wenger this Arsenal team this year. Arsenal run away with the league. No, that is my opinion. So. If you give Arsene Wenger this Arsenal team and a summer to prepare them, him run away with the league. No, I don't think so. Don't That's think my so. opinion. That, that, is, that. that is how, to me, that is how wide the gap is for Arteta to a big coach. In my if you give Pep this Arsenal team, him run away with the league. No, I don't think so. If you give, so. if you give Klopp no. This Arsenal team in running with the league. I don't, I don't think so. And here, here is, here's my thing. I mean, the Arsenal team is, is, uh, is blessed with talent. But talent no win trophies, no, brother. It, 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 I used to call Kevin De Bruyne a soft soap baller until right. he grew some cojones. Yeah, you, you know, Martin Odegaard is a general. Talent from Real Madrid, watching from you, Diaz. He's the captain of this team. But when the real Gideon start, a.k.a. when you are battling against teams that are equal to you, that are saying that you will not pass, then it requires a different level of fight. And skills and talent is not just about... You have to have that kind of like that, that dog in your sort of mentality for, um, for, for push these teams aside. And, and I think that Arsenal team is great at passing ball around and playing finesse football but if they get thumping them out or aka slap across their face who is gonna be who is gonna be that fighter and then execute for this team I, I don't know whereas the other championship teams around them the liverpools and the man cities around them they said yo you can't thump we but we are come back at you again I, I i i'm not convinced that and maybe this is part of the growing pains of trying to win a title you Possibly. have to go through it, and then you suffer through it, and then you know you find a way, a trip, fall, and win something, and then you can build on that. 
And big up Jeremy and Jeremy and said he's he's groomed by Wenger. Yes, that's the argu- other argument to be grooming. Arteta was groomed by Wenger and Pep. So we should have thought about all that. Adrian, big up Adrian. Adrian said it's not the coach, it's the players. So if I remember the people, hit the subscribe button. Adrian, hit the subscribe button real quick, real quick. Does it hit the subscribe button if you if you if you join the show for the first time? But those are all valid. It's valid arguments and. It's just my perspective and what I am seeing. I am trying to articulate what I am seeing and and saying to myself, what is the explanation? What is the reason for this? But 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 I think um, these things goes hand hand in hand. You know, they are hand in hand because players and teams take on the personality of their manager. Yes. Man City is an embodiment of Pep Guardiola. They reflect Pep Guardiola. And if any man don't want to adhere. To Pep standard or Pep requirements when them a player, them can go through the door. Jurgen Klopp is the same thing. So I, I think it's a similar winning managers or coaches in general or leaders in general have certain standards that they set on their team or certain personality. And 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 Mikel Arteta has to find a way to kind of instill some dog in this team. Now Short term, there's a lot of discussion. I know Manchester United is up. There's, there's this proposal or discussions about getting Ivan Tone. Is it a striker situation? Should they go and get a striker? And and who the hell is Ivan Tony? Like, like see, seriously. No, no, but 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 I think it's it's when you listen to a Robbie Earl and and you know and Alan Shear and the expert ex ex players in this business. A lot of them fundamentally believe that Arsenal is a nine away from truly competing with the likes of Liverpool and Man City. And, and there's some truth to it, right? Because when you look at Man City's front tree, right? The front, you have the big, big Norwegian where a score goes the front and center. This brother has been absent for how many games and is still leading the league. You have Julian Alvarez has a very good backup score at five or six goals. Then you look over at Liverpool, you have the, the Egyptian King, and you have the Bog Darwin Nunes and Jota. And, and so you have teams that you are competing with for a title that has a lethal um, top end. Whereas you, Saka, I heard a stat the other day said Gerard Bowen of West Ham scored 11 goals so far, had scored more goals than Saka than Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus combined thus far in the EPL. I, I, and you know, you know, you know, Saka, that's that Saka argument. I think Saka, I think Pep, I mean, Arteta, I think Arteta is shielding some of these. Arteta's inability are, are Arteta's, um, whatever it is that makes him polarized or, or make, make him be a lightning rod for these criticism. Is shielding is shielding Saka and company. I, I agree. Look, I agree. I agree with you. If you give Arsenal a potent striker, they are going to be better, right? So they are and how many points is this potent striker worth? Now, when we were looking at, at Man City, in between um 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 oh my god, why am I forgetting this the Argentina striker right now? Why drop out of out of out of brother with a heart condition? Uh Sakuda Aguero. Kuda Aguero. Yeah. Between Aguero and Haaland, 
everybody was saying uh, Man City is a striker away from being real Champions League contenders, right? And they went out and they got Erling Haaland, a proven goal scorer. Now, if people are saying the same thing for Arsenal right now, which, look, yes, you give Arsenal a striker that is going to punt in 20 goals in a year, they are guaranteed at least nine extra points. That is that is a fair enough statement, right? But that would paper over the cracks. That would paper over the real issues because you got Haaland. Haaland was what was missing for Man City, right? But then... You lose Gundogan, you lose Fernandinho, then Kevin De Bruyne now seems like a soft soap baller that you talked about from before. And I'm not kicking the injured while he's down, but I'm calling a spade a spade. It is what it is. If you put a big strike on Arsenal right now, it will paper over Arteta's inabilities to make game day adjustments. Arteta's inability to find that little gem we already have on the bench or find that little master stroke. You see, Adrian says that the coaches, the players, fine. Give them a big striker and you'll paper over the cracks. Yeah, at some point, I mean, Pep Guardiola did win that EPL with, what, um, Phil Foden scoring a bag of goals, uh, Gundogan scoring from deep in Fals Um, Miguel, what you have, as you said at the beginning of this conversation, you have two managers that are just are just generals, and right. it's Jurgen Klopp and Pep, and the others are just try to reach some standard. We'll, we'll see what happens uh, with Arteta. Um, Arteta said after the new the Fulham defeat, he says, "Quote: We weren't good enough. Simple as that. We lost the game the other day. We fully deserved to win, but today we were nowhere near the level defensively." We were second best. Um, he said they lost a game the other day they deserved to win. That's the game against West Ham he was talking about. I mean, Junior, I, what, is this just coaches speak or is this BS in my talk about? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a little bit of coaches speak. I think it's the modern day footballers. Okay. And, and you, can't, you cannot throw them under the bus or they're, they're going to get their little feelings hurt. That, that, it, that's possible. Because anybody with sense never say that. If he never truthfully, a, a non-coach won't get out and say, you know, even though West Ham ran us off the field, we were the better team on the day. Nobody never said that. Those coaches alone said that. They're protecting the players. Um, now to your team, Manchester United, mixed week. But but update us on this takeover by Jim Radcliffe and how does this affect this club going forward. Um, Radcliffe? Yeah, go ahead. Or whatever them name. In the house or whatever group. Yeah. And, 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 and does this have any impact on transfer business in the January window? And what does Eric Ten Hag, does, is his tenure safe? Is he unsafe? What does it mean for them going in this January window? That whole heap of, that, that's a whole heap of question. I just right, two minutes, two minutes, brother. It's a day by day. It's day by day. It's game by game. Um, in your is is long story short, they have the um Jim Ratcliffe bought twenty five percent stake in Manchester United, and also within that twenty five percent, Ineos is now responsible for all football related decisions. Right. Um, the 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 the. 
the little idiot, the way the Glazers, them, the Glazers family, because there's multiple siblings that own stocks in Manchester United. And they still own, I think, 51% as a conglomerate. So it's not one Glazer, not Joel Glazer, which Glazer. It's like four or five of them or something like that own each pieces of the 51%, and then they all make one decision. So what happened now is that Jim Radcliffe come in and say, I'm taking over all football decisions. That's what my 25% stake gets me. And I also, all unfield decisions and anything football-related go through me and my company. What does that mean for the coaching? What does that mean for the transfer window? What I mean for the transfer window, transfer windows open tomorrow, and Jim Ratcliffe still, there's still delays in him taking over, so... Obviously, nothing going to happen in the transfer window. Probably they're going to move Sancho on to a loan or something. That's reportedly. But they are coming in. They're going to take over. Now, Ineos, they, they are um, tied to Potter. And, and they were tied. They, they're uh, the, the Bird, Brighton's current football director was also under Ineos or also Ineos management. So they are very well connected. And Ten Hag said, them start work with them on Manchester United. Now, as, as to Ten Hag, it makes some... It, the dumbest decision yesterday in the game was substituting Mano out and putting um, McTominay in. I watched both goals again. Both goals came off the player that McTominay was supposed to be backing. I mean, it's just stupid coaching. Things like those can cost him his job because um, Potter is still out there. And Potter reportedly turned down the niece job, waiting to hear what happened at Manchester United. So if you to put all of that together, more than likely Potter is going to be Manchester United coach next season. <laughs> rough. Um, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot to unpack. The, the ratification of the 25%. Uh, ownership is I think they said it's a, a, approximately six weeks away uh, the next meeting so 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 you don't expect um, Jim to be involved in this transfer window starting tomorrow do you no you don't expect Manchester United to be involved in the transfer window okay right. Ratcliffe Ratcliffe is still making the decisions the, okay. this, that 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 part is already done but he, he has to bring in his own scouts now. Scouts have to come in. The new director have to come in. And then the direction where the team is going. So I'm going to go interview the coach, interview the players. There's a lot There's a lot that needs to happen. And honestly, I think it's for the best. You don't go in the trans- in January transfer window. is not the window you go and make game-changing transfers. It just doesn't happen. You, summer is when... Is when you can you can make more sensible negotiations. So, what wherever man you fall, as long as them don't get relegated this year, everything will be all right. Everything will be all right. All right, God go with you now. Um, <laughs> uh, conclusion of twenty twenty three. We didn't have this on the bingo card. Liverpool sitting at the top. Um, you know they have a game tomorrow against Newcastle. Let's see if they will start twenty twenty four. Um, the first day, wrap up the first day of 2024. Um, I think regardless, they will still, regardless of tomorrow's result, they still will be at the top, providing yeah. that um, Newcastle butter them, which is... But Man City have a game in hand. Huh? 
But Man City has a game in hand, though. Yeah, but I mean, until that Man City game is played. But um, your assessment of the table, impressive. I, I want to say to Liverpool fans, big up for yourself, but I, I noticed there were some comments the other day from some Liverpool fans linked me forward and said that Endo was excellent and blah, blah, blah. And, and this was after the game against Burnley. I think he was very good in that game, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't evaluate Endo's importance to Liverpool in a game against Burnley. Endo in the whole for Liverpool real be tested against the big dogs around him. That's, that's my measure of his importance for Liverpool. But, um, but, his, but his importance to Liverpool, though, is that you, until you get to the big dogs, Endo's performance keeps you buoyed or keep keeps you above board so, so when you get to that big dog though though your big dogs them can now take, take the reins providing that they're healthy Alcantara is supposed to be back trading um mohammed salah is gonna be leaving for afghan in a few implications for this and liverpool family i look i i i every year but say Liverpool eroding, Liverpool is rattling from the core, blah, 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 and improve my rank. I, I expect Liverpool to just keep going. I, I, all right, take out Salah, you plug in Gakpo, right? I, and, and you might not get the same unfield uh, production from Gakpo that you will get from Salah, but where he will come up short, Liverpool has the manpower and the coaching to, to make up for that, right? And everybody just lift and lift a little extra and carry carry for your back. I expect Liverpool to keep going. I don't know if they will win the league, but I expect Liverpool to keep going. Um, anything else you want to um, highlight in the table and subsequently this um, the Afghan impact on these teams in the table? You have Kudus going, going for, for Ghana. Um, so West Ham will lose him. Man City, Onana. most notably, will not have any players missing for Afghan. <laughs> I wonder why. Chelsea will lose Nicholas Jackson, providing that he is healthy. I guess Chelsea same can go on. Yeah. Um, Arsenal will lose uh, Mohamed El Nene, but he's not really playing. So <laughs> um, I think Everton losing Onana is the biggest. We have Manchester United not losing their Onana. <laughs> we'll be happy. <laughs> but the biggest, the big, I, I think Everton Onana is, is going, right? Um, I think I, wait, I, Amadou Onana, I'm not sure. I thought he's a Belgian player. Is he's Belgian? I thought, I thought yeah. he was going. Uh, who, who Everton, I think Everton losing um, somebody for um, Afghan. Right? Not Onana then. Oh, um, I will, I will, I'll, I'll pull it up in a second. Let me check. But, because I think I think that would be the big whoever Everton lose. Because Everton is in a, is in a relegation fight right now. And I think that one would be big. And is it is that is that on Nana? Um I mean Oh me... yeah, yeah. Um Idris a guy. Oh yeah, but him the man that can go sit down, I all for that. Yeah, he's just a guy. And well, not, put, notice, uh, um, most notably, he wasn't on the field yesterday either. So I'm going to see it. <laughs> yeah, but he, he served heavily in that midfield for them. Yeah. 
So yeah. you, you, you have to, I mean, <laughs> I think that, I think uh, to me, Everton and, and Liverpool, because losing Salah is, is going to be something. And party going for Arsenal, is he going? I don't know. I, I mean, he's in the squad, uh, to my understanding. I mean, I think he was selected by a coach, um, uh, uh, Chris Hutton, who is a coach. So what is going on with, with Thomas Partey? Is he injured or not? What, what, what's the situation? I have no idea. He is set out to see. <laughs> um, Adrian Rogers says, City take what we can leave, nothing behind. Um. This this Afghan period is probably set up quite well for Man City. I mean, the mere fact that they're getting players healthy and they're not missing anyone in this um, into the African Cup of Nations, so it, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, Mbomo is injured, so um, he's going to be out for a while with 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 Fulham, uh, with uh, Brentford. Fulham is will meet Iovi and Bassi. Um, you know, so other other thing that stood out for you at the table, um, family. Aston Villa, can they can they maintain? Now that Aston Villa got through the festive season, can they maintain? They still have European football, right? I think so. Yes. Yes, they they're playing in that. Yeah. Um, so, what would you do if you are Una Emery? I mean, you've pretty much secured. So, would you focus on trying? I mean, knowing your squad. Death is an issue. Knowing that you are you have a history of winning European competitions, second tier European competitions. I mean, he he will win you one of these European leagues. Give him, you know, um, not the Champions League, of course. Uh, is it too much to ask this year that uh, Aston Villa could take? Well, I think they're in the Conference champion. Could take the Conference European Conference title. Yeah, but the, I don't think I give you automatic. Um... Um, Champions, Champions League, Champions right? League spot, no. No, so Champions League is... is if I'm playing money football. If while, I'm while United, trying to still get a top four in the... In top the, four in is the, only... Top four is my only thing. Okay. Yeah, we can we play in this conference foolishness with, and, and, and just to stay fit. But top four is my priority. I want to play Champions League football. I don't... I don't want... You, you have Arsenal, Man City, Spurs chasing you right now. Right? I don't want to give up top four. Yeah, but is is it somewhat inevitable, Junior? I think it is, but uh, how how do you approach this? Because if I am you and I Emery, if I am you and I Emery, I'd have to sit down and think hard. If Chelsea comes calling next year, if Manchester United comes calling next year, if Inter Milan comes calling next year. AC Milan. Is Aston Villa a better destiny? Is Aston Villa a better coaching spot? Right? If I think it is, then I'm going, I'm going to go for the top four. I'm trying to get Champions League football. I'm trying to bring in the money so I can build my side. If I think there are more prestigious teams out there that I can get the opportunity to coach, then me go for me go for the me go for the trophy. I add, add to my CV. So his reaction this year, I think, will tell a lot of where he sees himself the next two, three years. Next two years. All right. Yeah. Um, Afghan Cup of Nations family. A long time in the Dubai chat, and we get a chance to read about football games. 
Afghan Cup of Nations kicking off Saturday, January 13th in the Ivory Coast. One of those tournaments we look forward to. Junior, um, some players now make the cut, brother. You're a big baller, Chopper, uh, Motang, a screw, angry, are, uh, well, not necessarily screwing. Um, they left him out of the team. Uh, Robert, Robert uh, Song didn't select him for that um, Cameroonian outfit. Family going with a 17-year-old instead to lead the line. Um, and old Vincent Abu, Abu Bakr. Are you surprised by that one, family? Hell yeah, they leave out Troublemaker. Why would they leave out Troublemaker? I mean, <laughs> but, you know, I shouldn't be surprised because if there's one team, Cameroon, for the last, I want to say five years, ever since Etu get the big get the big seat up at the top, and just beer <laughs> yeah. scandal, and it's, just, it's, been, it's been nothing but drama. So it's just add this extra drama to it. Like Cameroon might go out there and just wet the bed. You, I, if Onada can't keep for Manchester, you, what do you expect? Come on now. Um, what are you looking for? The football family will give you wall-to-wall coverage of these, um, this tournament once it kicks off. We'll also um, give you updates on the squads. Hopefully we'll get uh, some reports from the motherland and watch the games, of course, watch the football games. Um, what, what are you looking forward to in this tournament? And you're, you have a, a favorite that you would like to see win this thing, family? I have no favorite in an Afghan. I never, I, I just enjoy African. I know what? These are the views of Judah Prigler, not the views of Balchat. Benton, every African footballer will be no wild. So you know the game, they're going to go wild. Well, you know you're going to see some... How, what? The tackling? Crazy tackles. The tackling. And, yeah. and, 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 and flair and skill. That's what I'm expecting to say. I'm, I'm expecting to say a young baller from... Um, I don't know. I don't even know. The, I don't even know the baller. But I expect to see a young baller rise out of the Afghan and make him name and get, and get um, recognized and get a chance to change his whole, his whole generation. I want to see a couple of that. I want to see the eyes of the world go to Africa and say, you know what? I like what I'm seeing here. This wild football, this, 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 this crazy people in the stands, this, 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 all of these theatrics and all, all of these costumes. Are, I'm, I'm, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm giving it a perspective of the non-African world. However they, however they approach it, I want them to love what they see and go out there and say, Yo, you know what? I'll invest some money in this product. That's what me wants to bet. I don't care who win. I just want to some good football, entertaining football. I'm going to want some crunching tackles. That's what I say. And no corruption. I don't want to know what's in a penalty shootout and I'm about to kick and the ball over to the left. <laughs> but I want to see that. <laughs> Looking forward to the Afghan Cup of Nations kicking off on January 13th. Defending champion Senegal, Sadio Mane and company will ride into um, with the fancy coach, Camon's favorite manager in all of world football. Um, a, a lot of the women love this coach. I, I can't even remember her name. Cissé, yes, Cissé. Uh, Junior, a notable absentee again from... Um, the Afghan, Mr. Wilfred Zaha, the coach, um, Senet said, your brother, don't forward. We're, we're good without you. Are you surprised that Mr. Wilfred Zaha did not make the cut for Ivory Coast family? 
No, I'm not because unfortunately Zaha falling the Nicholas and Nelka him falling to the um him falling to um my boy the, the, from from Mexico who who, who turned on Mexico. No, uh, yeah, Bella. Bella. Him falling him falling to those brackets where his baggage as a youth probably come back <laughs> and hurt him. Because I don't think too miserable. I, I don't think Zaha today will like Zaha ten years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> I think Zaha is I think he's 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 paid the price for his youthful ignorance, which is unfortunate. Okay, he is talented. And 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 Afghan lost a good player. Ivory Coast versus Guinea-Bissau will kick off. Um, word is that Papa um, Saar injury, picked up an injury today for Spurs, is not as serious as previously thought. So, him probably are going to do road, said we. The man are still going to rep the um, Senegalese colors. If I were for break out with Afghan um, Ghana jersey, big up to the entire Ghanaian family and Senegal. Um, Looking forward to this tournament. Looking forward to this tournament. I always look forward to it um, whenever it's, it's kept. Uh, Junior, before we go home and touch some Jamaican football, and not a news that occurred while we were away, in fact, before we touch it. Uh, European Super League back in the spotlight, Junior. Um, European Courts of Justice said that UEFA pretty much cannot stop these um, teams from joining the Super League. Essentially, a... Um, Sport development company A22 announces plans for new competition. Of course, A22 is one of the big money um, sponsors behind the European Super League push. Junior, um, the usual suspects, Real Madrid and Barcelona, Barcelona and Broxelf, are excited about this new opportunity. UEFA came out and put out another statement. Manchester United, Bayern Munich and others have said that they will remain with UEFA. Um, the, the significance of this, of this ruling, in your opinion, I mean, we, we all predicted, uh, some of us predicted that you, you can't monopolize or tell a man say he can't go play. Why he will play. But no, is this, how does this translate, or does it change the landscape of European football at all? In the sense of, does this now make teams, make UEFA more willing to negotiate with these clubs? I think it forces them. It, I think it forces UEFA to be to be more welcoming at the negotiation table because there is a, a viable threat, right? Um, it, we see the Italian Syria come out and said none of them player, none of them team allowed. Not one of their teams are allowed to to go to the Super League. So it, I mean, but it, it, the U, UEFA now should and. and we should not be um, blind. We shouldn't be blind to just football or to soccer. It is happening in all the sports. We saw what happened with the Live tournament in golf, right? Where Live, uh, I think Saudi Arabia, India, yeah, wherever. The Saudi Investment Fund with Abaga. Right. Yes, yes. And, and PGA, fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it until they just accept it and absorb it, right? You saw we saw the same thing in um we see in the NFL where every year you have the XFL, USFL, UF, all of these things, and now you have the XFL and USFL merger. 
So that is that is direct competition to NFL. Um, we see it in all of these sports. And NBA have have in Europe uh, everything, all the sports because of capitalism because it's a capitalistic world. That's where we're heading. I I am happy the ruling happened the way it did because the power is now in the hands of the teams and the individual players and even down to the fans. The power is really in the hands of the fans, where they decide where they want to play, not the governing body. No, should it happen? I don't think so. I don't support it, but I am happy with the ruling. So, but uh, one of the the main criticism for uh, the main criticism of the European Super League is this this commitment, this this desire, this money grab, so to speak, by the big clubs. You know, an English P- Premier League is a cash cow. And by far the most lucrative club league outside of the Champions League. The, the Syria, the um, Bundesliga, EPA, um, La Liga, they cannot compete on that financial scale with the EPL, right? So, right. Th- so this is why you have a man like Una Emery, for example. He, he took a job at a mid-table team in the Premier League, Aston Villa, from, from a club where he won the um, Europa League with when he was at what, Villarreal or whatever those clubs. Because the, the level of investment and the amount of money he will make in the Premier League is much better. Now, but with that being said, um, is it, you know, and the same thing, we, we saw like reports of Inter Milan struggling financially, almost on the verge of in debt, um, uh, uh, in, uh, bankruptcy by some reports. I, I mean, if the Super League is not a solution to solve this money issue, Junior, then what else? What, the, what does UEFA need to do to keep some of these clubs above water? You, you know, you, I, I, I hinted at this a couple of weeks ago. I, I am going to maintain my stance. I see world soccer, um, club soccer. I, I use the word soccer purposely. I see European club soccer going the way of the NFL. I see the age range of players going down. I see the the older, um, more talented players getting aged out of the out of out of the European soccer leagues because the money is too big. They have to reset the market. I think Mbappe is going to be the last big transfer in the world. Okay, I really do. I really think that they're going to reset the market. I am I am foreseeing a cap coming coming to these leagues. Um, I'm really seeing that. And I I can't even foresee where they're going to say English Premier League teams are going to say, you UEFA cannot tell me what my cap is in England. And you UEFA going to say, fine. I don't care about your league teams. But for you to play in the Champions League, you cannot have a salary of over a total sal- player salary of over 200 million for the year. So you can buy up everybody where you want, buy up for your own league, but to play in the Champions League, make sure you work your money around or your players around that they fall under the cap or you pay the luxury tax like they do in the NBA, where you decide to pay the luxury tax if you're going to go above it. I think that's what's going to happen. There's no way all of this money is getting thrown around and players getting all of these money. There's no way you have players like Sancho 
sitting are getting 300,000 pounds a week and sitting at home. He's on, he's on video. I play video games. And he's on video dancing with a cocaine or whatever show on him while Manu lose yesterday. He's on video at, at, at a club. But, 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 but that is not um, uh, Sancho's personal decision. That's a decision of the... It is that, but eventually, the, the the leagues are going to protect the clubs from themselves. Yeah, but... maybe maybe it will take maybe it will take a Everton going bankrupt or one of those big name teams that everybody story teams for really for the, for the for the rubber to hit the road. But I'm telling you, reform is coming. Yeah, I mean, I at some point you ha- I agree. At some point you're gonna hit hit that cap. Hit that upper limit. You can't just keep going willy-nilly. Have um, 300,000 pounds baller sitting a week, baller sitting and not playing. So you have to make sure you kind of... And, and, and so the EPL already has this, you know, this thing that they implemented, the pro- uh, profitability and sustainability rules, which is what Everton violated. That's why they deduct 10 points, spending some sort of um, appeal. And, and ultimately... Right. There's a lot at stake here. Uh, big up to the bridge in Damon and the entire um, agent family. The, there's been a, a push on the side of UEFA and FIFA, more specifically, specifically to try to cap agent fees in different market space because they said that the agent fees regarding some of these transfers have been one of the biggest, one of the big eating to this, this whole scenario of inc- inflated price, you know? So... Um, I don't know, but here comes another, um, not a variable in this whole thing. It's a lot of money. Money football is a, like I said, a money football. We just have to watch the space and see how this thing translates. Again, European Court of Justice ruled, um, said that FIFA, UEFA abused dominant position by forbidding clubs from joining a breakaway league. Landmark EU ruling could change way soccer is run. Sport Development Company Aid 22 announced plans for new competition. Real Madrid, Barcelona says ruling opens way for new league. Man United, Bayern Munich says that they remain committed to UEFA. And this is an article um, written by Bart Meher and Rohit Nahir in, um, Nahir in um, Reuters. So watch the Space Family. We're going, we're going to see how this one go, But... Um, I, I agree with you. You can't keep going at the level it is. You can't. And the ramifications are far-reaching because we're going to pivot right as to the MLS, speaking of money and people getting money for money just for this foot. Um, Lionel Messi and Argentina. Cla- Argentina FA president, Mr. Claudio Tapia, says, quote, Messi retire- when Messi retires from national team, we will not allow another one to wear the number 10 after him. This number will be retired for life in his honor. End quote. Junior, what kind of foolishness? What kind of pluckery is this, brother? It is, it is utter garbage. And I said it earlier. If you are a supporter of this, of this ruling or this possible um, decision, then you're a damn idiot. You don't have any sense. It, 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 <laughs> the number 10 is such a sacred number, right? And... Look at all the players that wore number 10. You know what? Let's cut to the chase. Mr. Diego Armando Baradana, that them buried in Argentina a couple of years ago, and the whole world stopped 
for Diego Baridada. And you did that, you did that, did, nobody came and said, you know what, maybe nobody should wear the number 10 ever again. But just because, I, I, Messi is a cash cow. We are living, we are living in a capitalistic world right now. We're living in a world where of social media and views and, and data. We are very data driven right now as a society, right? So if you are a driver of data, if you are a driver of metadata, what if anybody work in the big data space knows about metadata? If you're a driver of metadata, you are very profitable. And this is what we are seeing right now. And it's very unfortunate. I worry for where the world is going for these type of knee-jerk reactions because, like, you're living in the now. And I asked this question earlier. Messi is going to retire and him gone, right? Gone off in the sunset. Ball chat of the whole world going to move on to Mbappe and Haaland and being the best and blah, blah, blah. When the next Messi forward... What number is Argentina going to give him? You can't wear number 10 because Leo Messi is reserved for Lionel Messi. Yeah. But then, why would they ever retire Barry Dada number? Like, why is it 10 only associated with Messi other than we're living in the world of NFTs? And let me say, it is a big data dream. If you know about NFTs, it's just, it's sad. It's very unfortunate. No, but, but the, the ultimate thing is this. I mean, Argentina is, Argentina's number 10 belong to Argentinian players. Yes. There are so many players who, Juan Roman Riquelme, Pablo Aymar, Messi. Um, if you go back to the, the 78 team, I mean, so many, such, so many players who wore this number 10 and did it with pride. And you have a next generation of ballers who coming down the line. And you are telling me that you are about to retire this number 10 after this brother retire. That is foolishness. And isn't there a FIFA stipulation at the World Cup that each, the number is from 1 to 23? So what am I doing with, 20, with, the, with, with, with 10? Yes, that, yes. Yeah, <laughs> what, yeah, what, what am I going to do with 10? Am I going to do 10A? I mean, it's, it's an unnecessary foolishness. And, and I hope that he, he requires some sort of approval from the actual FA, and I hope the actual FA has some sense and, and, and said this is foolishness. Because at the end of the day, if, if a club wants to retire a player's number, fine. If, if, if Newell's old boy or Barcelona or Inter Miami want to retire the number 10, fine. That is their private collection. They want to do a private entity. They want to do whatever. But... When you talk about Argentina number 10, Argentina is a nation of millions of people, generation and generation of players. This 10 belongs to the people of Argentina and not Lionel Messi. And subsequently, there are other players who will come after him who aspire to wear this jersey. It's just foolishness. A foolishness, brother, in that area. All right, Jamaican just... football right now, talking about foolishness, Junior. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Big up uh, JPL standing And this was uh, Mount Pleasant still at the top Normally come on with an update the family understanding But come on is not here today Mount Pleasant at the top But more importantly Molines um, off the bottom Treasure Beach and Lime Hall down the bottom 
the relegation zone. Um, I, you know what? I think based on the trend and the trajectory, you know, Mount Pleasant might, might, might look into win this thing, win the regular season title, and may even, you know, may, even, may even repeat as, as defending champs. Who knows? But notably, I don't know what's going on with half of you because them weird on so. Don't know what's going on with half of you. Weird on um, weird on so. Development pipeline, the infrastructure is not in place in Jamaica for for teams to be consistently successful. You have to go through generations. You have to, you have to go through players or go through um, admins that in their period of time or in their patch of time, they decide to take it to the next level. Because you you talk about all of you don't have bottom. When last Siba and Violet kickers on them team, power to play some ball. Uh, don't bring up Reno still. Don't bring up Reno. I, I was waiting for Reno. No, no. Reno was coming the next. So, I mean, yo, Jamaica football, we just have to look at it in a time box. And you can say, yo, you know, you had great Cavalier teams. Well, look at Cavalier now. I mean, damn. <laughs> so, it's just, yeah. Just updating the scores. Um, normally, Kamo would update the family. Um, New Year's Eve games. Mobia and have, Montegabia and um, have of you 2-2. Two, two. I, I, those games probably have wrapped up. This was last check. Mount Pleasant 1-0 over Humble Lion. Portmore 2-0 over Arnett. Yo. The jungle is them and lose to Portmore. Judge <laughs> Tivoli Gardens over Lime Hall and um, Veer United over Treasure Beach. I like what Treasure Beach is doing. Um, and Waterhouse was leading my lines. But let's see how that goes. Cavaliers and the other, look at either team I play right now. Uh, but Junior, before we go, we have to celebrate and acknowledge Jamaican football accomplishments for 2023. We're going to do a wrap show. One of the biggest accomplishments for the year, of course, his work with the Reggae Girls team for the, 20, for the Women's World Cup, but his subsequent appointment at the head coach of Chicago Red Star in the National Women's Soccer League here in the state. Boy, Junior Lawrence supposed to get a big check now. He's supposed to get all the money now. Nobody can hold on to money. He has cashed in. And he, and and, he and has fought. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 we're very happy that him cash in. Right? I mean, him get he has gotten his just due, finally. Right? The man put in him work, man. Yeah, look at the big smile, big up yourself, big up Lord, big up yourself. Never man, smile, man, man. I'm never, I'm never smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Big up yourself, wherever they hopefully might drink a red stripe and enjoy himself. Um, we want to salute Jamaican football accomplishments again uh, for 2023. Before we go on, we, had, we have to close out with these two, um, Leon and Bonisha Jr. Bonisha, from, there's a pod, Man City podcast family. Check it out. Bonisha, they featured money on it. <coughs> she shared her story from, from going from not from preventing from playing football, of course, mother, you don't know enough of where you are for appearance of our play ball. But Bonisha went from not being allowed to play football to goal machine. Junior, your thoughts on the year of the general herself, reggae girls leader, Jamaican all time goal scorer. So so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put aside the gripe I have with the admin side. 
right? Yeah, we had Junior Wala. No, 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 no. See if that comment the bit that we would end the show with that comment. Wala, this is the body shot moment. We're not big up BM. We're so talking about what BM said. I knew what I was going to set up your blood pressure. <laughs> but big up to Body Shah, the footballer. Big up to Khadija, Body Shah. Um, we talk about Mata, and we hear you hear the American media talk about what Mata has meant for young girls in the sport. Well, move over Mata because somebody is actually more influential than you. Not in terms of space, not in terms of a grandiose space, but in terms of individual um, in, um, accomplishments or individual um, inspiration. Mata's inspiration to young girls appeals to what Khadija Shah did. And, 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 that, and I know that I know, I should say, those are the views of yeah, Junior. Please and do, all, please do. Please those do. are the views of Junior and all the Jamaican diehard people out there. But what Khadija Shah has done for young Caribbean girls, not only Jamaican girls, because the taboo and the, and the, the negative connotation that goes with the female in the sports. In, the, in this sport, in the region, is not only affecting Jamaicans. So when you have a young girl in Grenada, a young girl in St. Kitts, love Marta, but cannot relate to Marta, look at Bonisha and can relate to Bonisha. And that's why I say her influence, because of where she is now and where she's coming from. And those before her, the accomplishment of those before her. So if you are planning to send me any hate mail about Marta, Katya, Pretinia, and Cece will have to a conversation with you. Don't come talk to me about Brazil women's football. If you don't know Katya, Pretinia, and Cece, the original number 10 for Brazil, Ballhead number 10, Bala from 1999 World Cup. So Marta is standing on the shoulders of great Brazilian footballers before her. Bonisha is giving the shoulder for the next great Jamaican footballer. Big up, Bonisha. Big up, big up, Bonnie. Big up, Bon Bon. Um, why we not going to touch the one there now? We have to salute Bon Bon. Um, and, <laughs> and of course, just to highlight the emphasis, there's a, there's a very, very powerful image from the 2023 Women's FIFA World Cup with Marta and Bonisha. Yes. Holding a reason and Marta passing on the info. So big up yourself to the legend herself, Marta. But Bunny, Bun Bun, we don't know, we love you. Um, go on, do you think? And we, we sal- saluting Jamaican football as accomplishment this year. And we can't leave out Leon Bailey. The youth where we criticize relentlessly for not stepping forward, at least I have, relentlessly for not stepping forward with the reggae boys. But Leon Bailey outstanding outstanding display for aston villa brother big up yourself and you can send me all leon bailey hate meal i love watching him play week in and week out for aston villa this almost reminds me of the bayer leverkusen's leon bailey that i used to watch outstanding display junior we have to say about the year for the year i i big up leon bailey big up leon bailey he's one off the male footballers that 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 has that has have an outstanding year. 
Um, I'm, I'm, I respect what you said, Ben But if you're going to wax lyrically about Leon Bailey, you have to wax lyrically about the Barry Gray. Because if the Barry Gray wasn't played for Jamaica, we would not be having this conversation. Yeah, right? we're, not gonna, we're just going to give Leon Bailey his roses and, and leave. Any, any baller who would decide to throw a temper tantrum in Canada when we need him the most? Oh, stop, <laughs> it. stop it! Stop it! <laughs> but most importantly, if not grab on tech, so we will forgive um Demar Gray any day I make him come play some ball for way for the semi. So speaking of grab on tech, yes, <laughs> BM says, what are your thoughts on Greenwood and Reese Nelson possibly joining the Reggae Boys? Reese Nelson can forward any day. Any day. You want to take Greenwood? Um, Greenwood, no. You are a crazy man. I, I am not into it. I, and my reasoning is this. Yo, we don't want, and I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again. We don't want a man who are run around here and I grab and take. Grab up a woman and I take up what I want. And secondly, we don't want a man who are come around here who never wanted to play for the reggae boys when they were clean. When they were clean, the reggae boys were nowhere in their, their, their commitment. But now them dirty. Them want to come play for reggae boys. We have bigger when, fish to fry. When Ravel, when Ravel Morrison was the apple of, of Alex Ferguson's eye, he never, he, he never was thought about, he never thought about coming to play for Jamaica. But Ravel Morrison famously had that bust up on the field um, for England. And he has never seen an England jersey since. He has come now and played for Jamaica. Uh, Leon Bailey, Craig, big up Craig Butler for having a great year in football for Jamaica as well. What for big up Craig Butler for, for the accomplishment of, of, of um, winning the Manning Cup? But anyway, when Craig Butler was, was, was running around and floated the idea of Leon Bailey can play for Belgium, blah, blah, blah. I kind of chop in this. And then FIFA, whoever came out and said, look, don't, 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 don't say, you, 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 you can only play for Jamaica. Shut the hell up. He came up play for Jamaica. If Leon Bailey could have still played for Belgium under, under, under Craig Butler's um, thoughts, he would have never played. He would still haven't played for Jamaica as yet. So, Greenwood to Jamaica, yes. And and those are very valid point, but them the dirty has no grab and take man around here. What Ravel Morrison, the woman them can come to the ball game and nobody not grab them and <laughs> Did the Ravel Morrison beat up him him uh, I should no, sorry. I, I apologies. Even though it was it was adjudicated, but you know Ravel Morrison. You know, so actually no Ravel Morrison shouldn't forward enough. Because <laughs> he has his history, right? <laughs> <laughs> So that's my position on it. I I know I don't have a, a, a I don't have a decision to make. I just know I I decide. I mean, it is what it is in life. I I wish to you nothing but all the best, though. I, yes. I wish him I wish him nothing but all the best because ultimately I think I think him back at Manchester United can restart his career. It sounds like a youth who I try fix things. You know, you make mistakes in a life. And the man him, him lady I try yeah, it sounds like they've moved on from that scenario. So wish him all the best. Just not for the reggae boys. 
Um, yo, I that you know, final show for 2020. Yo, final show for 2023, Junior. I tell the people I'm happy new year and all the best for 2024 and and whatever else we want, tell them before we go my way out. Yeah, man, the year, year's looking to another a successful year, calendar year, um, 2024. For all those out there that have been watching Ball Chat, if you're a new subscriber, if you're an old subscriber, you don't know, big up yourself. Happy New Year. Um, to, we, from my family to yours, have fun, be safe, get ready for 2024. It's a leap year. 2024 is a leap year. Whatever that means for you, let us let us make it be prosperous. We have an inside joke, your family. <laughs> Whatever it means for you. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, man. So, yo, I, I big up, big up, Richard Green. Richard Green's happy new year. Salute. Everybody out there, we made it. Um, big up to big up to those who lost somebody this year. Um, fortunately, Balchat did not suffer that direct. Um, but we, we surely there's somebody out there that had somebody that they lost this year that never make it to 2024. You know, thoughts and prayers go to them. Um, but we'll, all of us make it to 2024. We have breath. If you have breath in your body, go out there, strive for what you want, and be successful. Go out there and get what you want. Get what you want out of life. Yeah, man, give thanks. Give thanks. I mean, another wonderful year. Another wonderful year. Give thanks to the subscribers for always tuning in week in and week out. It doesn't matter where we are in the world, family. Um, subscribers will link us and say yo I'm to the show this week so we always try to put together a very good package for you guys and we are appreciative of the support week in and week out big up big up Arsenal fans Liverpool fans even Crystal Palace fans big up on yourself um, AC Milan fans big up we know and listen thank you all for the subscribe new subscribers all across this globe big up on yourself thank you um, and, and, and I want to echo Junior's sentiment, you know. Love, live, enjoy, full joy on yourself. Treasure the moments, family. Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do and give thanks. Give thanks for the moments. Give thanks for the energy as always, you know. Richard, Richard Green's a quick question. Do you think that Aston Villa should sign Pinnock? Ethan Pinnock Junior, quick question. You know what? They could use him. Going on a British talk here, they could use him. Hey, what do you what do you have to lose? I mean, defensively we worried about, but can they play the high line? Um, I don't know if I see Ethan Pinnock in that high defensive line. You know, Emmy Martinez said the other day that he has to run around like the most in his life playing this high line because he has to be ready. But they need defensive reinforcement. Because we know Matty Cash is not up to scratch. They put Kansa out at right back and he's struggling. Um, Partour has picked up an injury and I think he's trying to work his way back. We don't know how good he is coming back. Diego Carlos still trying to, trying to get himself back into it. Um, I, I don't, I, 
Is that a needed era, though, Junior? Ethan Pinnock? Even if it's a needed era, Benton, if you take Ethan Pinnock and put him in the Aston Villa squad and everybody is healthy, is Ethan Pinnock in the top two or top three centre-backs on that team? In the top two or top three centre-backs in his team? And, and Aston, Aston Villa. Villa, yes, he would start. Okay, well, go there and sign him then. Yeah, but, all right, because big up, um, Adrian Rogers says, give thanks and same to, to, to the guys. Bless up one love, one love. Big up, big up to the family. One love as always, family. Um, Ethan Pinnock, Douglas Lewis, because we talk about Ethan Pinnock. Does, does Douglas Lewis remain at Aston Villa? This window. And if Douglas Lewis does leave, that means the Ethan Pinnock sweeps the out the window, right? Because you have to go get Douglas Lewis' replacement. No, oh, but then you can get the money. You're going to get money for Douglas Lewis that, that you can, you're supposed to cash in. Uh, was, uh, it, was it Arsenal that, that pursued Douglas Lewis religiously at, at, at the close yes. of some transfer window? Was it last year's transfer window? Yes. All right. Yes, yes. So we know Thomas Party. What, what, what is going on with Thomas Party? Because we cannot expect Declan Rice to keep playing at the clip he's playing, right? He hasn't. He has, Declan Rice don't have a history of breaking down. So until he proves that, until, until he breaks down, we can assume that he, he, he can't continue at that clip. We can assume. He can be, he can be Iron Man. So, um, that and, so with the EPL and Champions League? Yeah. Because if that went last like the Champions League. Okay, all right. Uh, whatever. But but Ethan Pinnock, alright. If Aston Villa it all comes down to what Unai Emery's goal is and what Aston Villa's goal is. Because Aston Villa's owner ownership can say, yo, we're happy with the top four this year, get the money, and we can't cash in, and we're good enough. We good. Because we good. top half of the table is our, is our priority. So we, we don't spend no money next year, right? So <laughs> it all depends on what their um, ambitions are. Because yeah. we talk about the money football and how clubs drain money. So is Aston Villa... Do they feel like they have enough support financially to take on the Isle money of Man City, the Isle money of Newcastle, the heritage of Manchester United, the heritage of Arsenal, the heritage of Chelsea? Yeah, hold on. Hang, hang, hang. <laughs> Is it, we're not zooming, so I need to put up my hand. <laughs> the one just the heritage? Heritage, because... <laughs> because there's no money for Manchester United and Manchester United though and Chelsea and us well not Arsenal Manchester United and Chelsea they are not a competitive team but if you are Aston Villa and you said you want to compete in top six you have to be able to sign a Pacheta a, pa, a, a Paqueta from West Ham over Chelsea. You have to be able to sign Calcedo oh, yeah, okay. over Chelsea. To, to attract those big players, yes. Yeah, if, if you can't attract the big players, nobody worry about top six. Yeah, Just be yeah, happy yeah, with yeah. the top. So that's a, that's a decision you have to make. Leicester try after this one to Leicester a couple of years later, right? So these teams don't have to really sit down and make a real fiscal decision. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, let's see. But, I mean, if you are Ethan Pinnock and this opportunity presents itself... 
you, you, you run with it. If I am Ethan Pinnock, I'm going to look. If, if I am Ethan Pinnock, handlers or people will, will support him or talk to him directly, I'm going to look at Ethan Pinnock and say, What a brother name? What a good Trinity forward name, man. Jesus, and people. I think he was a bit of a Sunderland. The Trinity, Trinity, the Trinity striker that turned down, was it Liverpool yeah, or Arsenal? Kenwin Jones. Remember, Kenwin Jones turned down a move to Liverpool, I believe, you know. I remember when Liverpool. he was red hot and some, there, were, there was, there yes. was yeah, Kenwin Jones. Liverpool yeah, Richard was, Green. Richard Green says Jones. Yeah, man. Yeah, Kenwin. Liverpool was after Kenwin Jones. I, I remember it clearly. And he said, no, me good. Um, <laughs> so if I am, if I am, if I am, um, Pinnock, take your chance, Pinnock. Don't be Kenwin Jones. Don't be Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy turned down Arsenal. And, and look at Jamie and Vardy. I thought Liverpool too was interested in him also. Yes, but Arsenal was in the front. Uh, he was he was lock stock and ready to go to Arsenal. But Kenwin Jones, I never I remember Tyrone. Remember when I played Sunday ball and we there Sunday ball and Tyrone sit on and talk about this Kenwin Jones. How Kenwin Jones are come play for Liverpool. This was when um them got you uh when they come eat that day when they get from Newcastle. All the names are slipping out. End of the year. What about for the new year? My, 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 my computer will reset. But Liverpool went through that period where Kenwin Jones was the ideal baller. And the man said, I never forget it. His camp, whoever decided, they never wanted a transfer. I was like, what? So, Pinock, don't do it. Go. Aston Villa forward, go. No stay. Go. No, no, Get no. your money. Take your money and run with it. Run with it. Um, <laughs> since someone brought a pinnock and transfer window opens tomorrow, um, and the show a long time we no reason about no football and we love the sport and we are well a reason. Yeah. Um, Conor Gallagher. Word is that Tottenham is looking to execute a move for Conor Gallagher from Chelsea. How is this attractive for Chelsea? Chelsea need to fix the books. Um, of course, Conor Gallagher is an academy player, player who comes through their system. So a, a transfer of Conor Gallagher will ultimately be um, something beneficial for them financially since they um, didn't have to pay nobody else to develop it. Um, and only, only that, if them, if them really come for him, you can charge an arm and a leg. I think the, January... word, the offer is looking at £40 million. Pounds. I if that word fifteen. <laughs> um, but but would you do it, Junior? I wouldn't do it. Would I sell him or would I buy? I, I mean, if you're if you're Chelsea, will you let Connie Gallagher go? Hell yeah! Word is he's the best player on this team. No. Well, Benton. I know we're reasoning right now, right? But we watch football every week. You shouldn't have to say where it is. 
is either he is or he isn't. Is God a God going to pay? If you ever say word is better, we are selling. We, we are selling you. What? If word is better than a word about, what is your production of the field? If I take you off the field, am I losing a lot? <laughs> no. So go on, go on, brother. Go on, go on. Two teams need to, two teams need to, need to um, cut them teams down drastically. Chelsea need to cut them roster down. Nottingham Forest need to cut them roster down. Them should have the first sale sign on all of the windows, them, on everywhere. Them two teams should be transfer window open. To 12 o'clock midnight in England is what? Four hours away, five hours away. Yeah, five hours away, yeah. Somebody's supposed to sit on right for the food. For, it's, actually, for uh, it's actually um, 18 minutes away right now. Because what, 11, 11.42 p.m.? Yeah, now. 18 minutes. So I'm telling you, the Nottingham Forest guys and the Chelsea guys, they better what, 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 what listen to the Whisper commentary or what about Whisper. If sit on right now, listen to say, no, you know, these guys are funny. But I can't wait for you to hear this call and say, yo, who you want? <laughs> They're supposed to sell everybody. <laughs> um... Richard asks, what do we think of Whisper? Um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I think Whisper has... I, I don't know if you want to take this one on first, Junior. But, I mean, if you want me to go first or not. Um, I think Whisper needs minutes, need valuable time on the field. So, a lone move... If, if he, if, I don't see him getting game time in Chelsea right now. Um... And, and ultimately, a loan move, or he's playing for the academy team. Um, it, it, but somewhere, he, somewhere, somehow, he needs to be playing football in January. Yes. Competitive football. If, whether it's championship, like um, Whisper, um, Dama Whisper Chelsea, loan um, the Italian kid, uh, I can't even remember his name, um, that was at the U20 World Cup. He was with Reading for a while. So, who, who, I don't care. He just, Whisper needs to be playing competitive football in January. I agree. He, he, he needs to see um, big league speed, playing speed. I think he has, I think Whisper falls in the category of um, young player with potential, but he needs to see. I think every day that he does not see game speed, at the level that he's aspiring to, is a day that he loses in, in, in his potential. So him, I agree with you. Him, 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 he just needs to play football. Him, him just need, as far as I'm concerned, Whisper hasn't played any football in years. As far as I'm concerned. If you're yeah. talking about big league, if, as far as he hasn't started playing football yet. Yeah. So if the longer you take, is the closer you get to losing that young player adjective. And if you lose that young player adjective, wherever you are, that is where your playing, your playing level is. Yeah, That's yeah. it. So you need, you need playing time. Yeah, so um, Richard said he's training with the first team, and, and those are the reports that we've heard, um, and, and I've seen videos. Um, and, and that's all good and well. But training with the first team, for me, is not good enough. You need to be able to play football games competitively week in and week out. Yes. You are training with the first team and then you come sit down on the bench and the coach name you in a match day squad and occasionally, you know, getting a ball game. 
for young player development, the most important thing they can do is minutes on the field. And especially... And, yeah. Go ahead, Junior. And it will be nice if you get named to a, to a match year squad because that means I'm sure something in training yeah. that is worth that spot. But also, the training argument, Richard, Tom Huddleston, if you remember Tom Huddleston, he's, he had first-team training with Manchester United the other day. First-team training, they really... I, 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 and we've heard it many times from, from many players. During the season, first-team training is just a glorified get-together. They're not doing anything crazy in first-team training until the off-season. So, Whisper is behind. Yeah, Whisper needs to start playing football. And, and I'm sure Bullhead and company, a.k.a. Craig Butler, will be very proactive in making sure that him get some football. Because ultimately, yeah. this is where the, the, the speed of the game and all them things they know are going to start kicking. Um, yes. Junior... Other, other, other transfer news, and before we go over here, Newcastle is in a spot of bother. Um, what, what, any business, anything they need to do this starting tonight? Do, do they need to deal with anything? Do they need to go get a replacement, a backup, somebody to give Karen Trippier some sort of help, brother? I think they need to sit down with Eddie Howe and decide where their future lies. I, I think that's where they should start. You, 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 what if Newcastle has peaked under Eddie Howe already? If they have peaked under Eddie Howe, if last year was the best that I can get from you, Eddie Howe, I need, we need to figure, figure this out. If you can give me more than last year, then yes, let's talk about replenishing the squad. Let's talk about moving this player on and then investing in this other player. But you need to prove to me that you are worth a second um, look at the squad. Yeah. All right, family. Well, yeah, I, that, you know, that. Big up to our listeners again. We already wish everyone 2024 the best of things and 2024. Junior, anything else you want to say before we go over my yard? Gotta be yard. We're Gotta good. Gotta be yard, brother. <laughs> Yo, people, big up for yourself. You know what I wrote eh? If you not drink, don't drive. Now I drive, don't drink, that's what I'm saying. No, it's enough, I look at yard people. Don't act like Sting 2023 where a man get kicked off a stage, you know. And I, 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 oh, a Galaxy P jump off a stage, jump off a stage, so. Yeah, a, hey, I'm not act like a General B, a performer. General B, General B. <laughs> man just drop in a hole. From them, I push him off a stage, and him drop through a hole. I don't know what's going on with them. Singing Nikki. He said him Nicky go to school, Mr. Salamada, Nicky got a man yard. I'm going to jump to the wall. Oh, <laughs> love mercy. Yo, but people, be safe out in them streets. 2024 is up on us, family. Just be safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of the family. Take care of the loved ones around, you know. Do the best you know, can. Execute. Don't wait. And give thanks to the subscribers as always. Connect with us on Instagram at Ballchat Podcast. We're on Twitter at Ballchat1. Well, uh, X them call it. No, we're at Ballchat1. We're on Facebook at Ballchat. Junior, all the best for the 2024 family. We'll see you again next week in a bread at Chad Safely out of the road, you know? Yeah, but All right, bye.